0: The Bucks and Panthers battle it out this weekend in a game that could potentially decide the NFC South and the Buccaneers may be very short-handed. We break it down now. Let's go.
1: You are locked on Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's up and Locked on Bucks Podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you are watching live. We thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, Deputy Editor of dot com. Joined by my lucky co host, Mr. David Harrison. You can find him over at Sports Illustrated's Bucks GameDay.com. And of course, follow everything on Twitter at Locked on Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at D Harrison 82.
1: Lucky, but not efficient this, this week. I don't <laughs> know if efficient is the right word. I'm pretty sure we played the Locked On Bucks intro music on this one. Pretty, we did. pretty confident in that one. Thank you again, Bucks fans, for making us your first listener, first view of the day in this case if you're joining us live probably your last view or your last listen of the week before you we hit the weekend um again we like to bring you this episode late friday and into the afternoon, late afternoon early evening on fridays because we get the final injury reports we can give you the best look we can at this weekend's action and of course speaking of action today's episode brought to you by bet online who has covered all season and all off season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts and for carlton davis and carl Nassib and uh, about a handful, half a squad's worth of other Buccaneers, the game may not start at all this week because at least Nassim and Davis are both doubtful for Bucks and Panthers this week, weekend, which means Tampa Bay may be or will be without their top corner in a game that literally could decide the division. Nope, no big deal. Nope, no big deal. Um, yeah. In addition to that, Antoine Winfield Jr., the best free safety in the National Football League, Jamel Dean, one of the top young corners in the National Football League, are questionable and consider game-time decisions which means the Bucs could get really thin in a heartbeat. Like talk about new year's resolutions and trying to shed some weight. The Buccaneers are about to shed weight faster than anybody in the history of shedding weight. And that's not a good thing in the secondary.
0: No. And you know, we talked earlier this week about how great Sean Murphy bunting has been over the course of the last couple of weeks, but the dude can't do it all by himself. If he doesn't have Carlton Davis out there, if he doesn't have Jamel Dean out there, if he doesn't have the support of Antoine Winfield jr. Back behind him, uh, things can get real ugly real quick. I mean, you and I are both big fans of Zion McCullum, and you know, I think the, the future is very bright for him, but he's still learning, he's still developing. And you know, you trot him out there, you trot out D Delaney. I realize that the Panthers quarterback is Sam Darnold, but that's not a strong secondary to be trying to defend uh, a passing game, especially when a lot of the Bucs' focus is probably going to be on trying to stop the run. So, yeah, I mean, if I think if Jamel Dean plays, the Bucks are gonna be all right. But if they're without Dean and Davis, it's gonna be a mm-hmm. long day. It's gonna be a real long day, David.
1: Yeah, and Winfield and that. I mean, yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> Listen, if they if they go without those four guys, literally speechless here. If they go without those four guys, I don't know. You might just you know you might just be like, This is a rest week. We're just gonna all, rest everybody. The offense
0: Kyle
1: has to Trask, a burger Charles, Kyle Trask, get out there. I don't know where Tyler Johnson is, but suit him up and get him out there. And you know what? We'll come back week 18 and just hope that uh, that the Saints do us a solid here. I don't know, man. That, that's going to be really rough. Um, but also questionable for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Vita Vea, because it gets even better. Donovan yeah. Smith, Julio Jones, which I got to admit is, eh. Like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but Mike Edwards. and Mike Edwards, Donovan Smith, Vita Vea are huge. I asked a question in the live chat. Uh, by all means, if you're watching uh, after the live is over, we appreciate you as much. Drop your answer as well in the comment section. But I asked, scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you the Buccaneers are going to win the division this weekend, which means they beat the Carolina Panthers? Um, Alex and Gary coming through with a 7. Love you. Wish <laughs> I had your level of confidence right now. Need some of that over here. So thanks for bringing that in. Giovanni. Hey, dropping a 10, Eddie's got a 1. I'm not that low. But, uh, yeah, we'll get into our predictions later. But keep dropping your uh, your predictions there, Gary, listen, we did not We did not make the secondary questionable. He's, Gary <laughs> Bateman says, thanks a lot. Now I have to worry about the secondary. We did not do this, Gary. We are just reporters. We are just sharing information. We are here together. We did not do this to you. We are in it together. Hold our digital hands. We will get through this. James Yarko, what do you think?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Vita Vea, obviously, you need him. Uh, Donovan Smith, for as much as he struggled this year, uh, Bucks fans saw what happens when Donovan Smith is not on the field and it is not pretty. He is still the best option at left tackle. So you hope that, that he's back this week. Uh, You hope, you know, Tristan's not hobbling around, but it seems like, you know, he's, he's ready to go, but man, this, the secondary being this beat up is very, very concerning, but let's go ahead and let's flip the script real quick. Let's talk about the Panthers because they are, Also, without their best corner, J.C. Horn, who had surgery on his wrist earlier this week, they have defensive end Marcus Haynes, guard Cade Mays, and tight end Tommy Tremble, who had a pretty solid game in their first meeting against the Buccaneers. They are all questionable. However, Tremble was a full participant on Friday, so it looks like he's pretty much trending towards playing on Sunday. So maybe hanging a 50-burger isn't out of the question for as bad as the Bucs offense has been this year. Uh, neither team has a secondary. Uh, the way things are looking right now, and it, we can be looking at like a fifty to forty-six game kind of uh kind of situation here.
1: Yeah, look, if we're in a track meet, I'll still take the Buccaneers over the Panthers. And and you know, I know oh, the yeah. Buccaneers' offense has had a lot of a lot of struggles. Uh, and Eddie in the live chat is making that same point. J.C. Horn is a massive massive loss for the Carolina Panthers. And I don't, you know, I love Brian Burns. You know, I wish. Uh, he was playing for the Bucks. You know, I'm sure a lot of Buccaneers slash Florida State fans are wishing the same. Uh, but if, if, if Tom Brady is getting the ball out because J.C. Horn isn't out there to stop him from doing so, Brian Burns isn't going to be able uh, to do anything. So, guys, uh, some reasons to be confident, some reasons to have a little bit of concern. Obviously, James and I have a little bit of both. The news that J.C. Horn may not play, obviously a little bit more uplifting. And I know Julian Council from Locked On Panthers uh, definitely is expecting or is at least anticipating that J.C. Horn will not be available. But we're getting into our official concerns and our official confidence is what we're confident in, what we're concerned about here in a minute. But first, guys, did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. If you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, your parents can tell Thanks again, as always, for making the Locked on Bucks podcast your first listener, your first view every single day, especially on these live episodes. We appreciate all of you coming through and joining in on the conversation. Even if you're telling us we're wrong and that you don't like us, just do it respectfully and we'll be okay. Make sure you also check out Locked on Sports today. Feel free to tell Peter you don't like him if you do that. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps and Locked On's take of the day. Locked on Sports today available on YouTube. And wherever you get your podcast, Peter Burkowski, we love him. Host of Locked On Sports. Day, also host of Locked On Packers. He really likes guys when people go into his show comments and ask him how many many Super Bowls the Green Bay Packers have won in 30-plus years of Hall of Fame quarterback play compared to uh, Tom Brady. So make sure you go into his comments and ask him those questions. He loves them. Yeah, Peter Burkowski, huge, huge Tom Brady fan. Huge Brady fan. Um, I'm confident that he – Will not appreciate any Bucks fans going in there doing that, but I would love it. I would absolutely love to get a DM from Peter Bukowski telling me that Bucks fans are giving him a hard time in his own comments. Please, no, please no do that. Regrets. What are you color. No regrets. <laughs> what are you confident in this weekend?
0: I'll tell you what I'm confident in, and it may not be what people in the chat want to hear regarding Buccaneers wide receivers, but I am confident in Chris Godwin. Now, David, you had one of the most ridiculous number dumps I have ever heard in my entire life on the Crossover Thursday episode. While I cannot match how ridiculous that flood of information was, I have a little Chris Godwin number dump of my own. So over the course of the last five games, this has been Chris Godwin's production. 13 targets, 12 receptions, 110 yards 13 targets, eight receptions, 63 yards. Nine targets, five receptions, 54 yards. Eight targets, eight receptions, 83 yards. 10 targets, eight receptions, 63 yards. So that is a total for those of you keeping track at home of 53 targets, 41 receptions, 373 yards. He's got a couple of touchdowns sprinkled in there. He has 12 straight games with five or more receptions, which is the longest active streak in the National Football League. It is the second longest streak in Buccaneers franchise history. This is a Carolina secondary that is without J.C. Horn. And Chris Godwin is going to continue to be the guy who gets the quick wide receiver screens. He gets the short routes, but he is going to move the chains. He is going to help this Buccaneers offense get first downs, sustain drives, and put themselves in an opportunity or in a situation where they will be able to put points on the board unlike what happened to the first time around. You brought it up. I mean, Mike Evans, 96 yards receiving. Tom Brady, 290 yards passing, no turnovers. You would have thought the Bucs won that game. No, they put up a measly field goal. Chris Godwin is going to be the key to keeping the offense moving against a – not at all intimidating, Carolina secondary.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. And and Gary, yes, Chris Cowan did play against Carolina Panthers, forty three yards on seven receptions. Again, I, I, that, and that's what's so frustrating about that loss. It, it's not that the Buccaneers weren't moving the ball. You know, what I mean, their their third down conversion rate wasn't the greatest, um, but they were they were getting yards. they were gathering offense. They were they were moving the ball. They just weren't moving it close enough. And you know, doing. I mean, uh, I think I think it was four fourth down. Uh, attempts. I mean, you know, it's it just one of those games where you know the production was there, uh, as far as yardage is concerned. It just it just didn't result in points. And and uh, the, for some for some reasons, that's actually a sign of of confidence, right? That should be a sign of confidence. Um, for others, it's actually a sign of of uh, concern. I am loving the the. Not to say the new Chris Godwin, but uh, I understand Tyler. The forty three yards isn't like amazing. I, yeah, I get that. But I'm just saying, there's an example. The Buccaneers are moving. The ball They were getting some yards. They just weren't getting points. Um, what I'm confident is that, that the mojo in this game is higher than any other game this season. And the reason for it is not only is there a playoff spot in the line, and division title, uh, possibly getting clinched, but Bruce Arians is getting put into the ring of honor. And that is huge for this team. That's huge for the current guys on the field. And I know that not all of them uh, were here for the Super Bowl, but the majority of this roster, as you guys all know, uh, were here for the Super Bowl team. So seeing Bruce Arians or, or, well, they won't see it. They'll be in the locker room, but knowing that Bruce Arians is going into the ring of honor, what he means to that team, what he meant to that organization and to a lot of these players, uh, you know, I mean, uh, the first one that comes to mind, honestly, is Shaq Barrett, who I know isn't playing, but, you know, kind of a guy that nobody really gave a huge uh, shot to, just gave him the opportunity to come in. Todd Bowles gave him the opportunity. He made the best of it. And now he's a Super Bowl champion because of it. Ryan, well, again, but contributed to the Super Bowl championship this time. Ryan Jensen returning to practice a huge motivating factor for this team, and it's a sign. We all kind of know he's not playing this week. He's not playing probably next week. I don't imagine next week. It's not official, but I don't expect him to play next week. This is a playoff move, right? This is to see if we can get Ryan Jensen ready for the playoffs. Well, to get Ryan Jensen on the field in the playoffs, you got to make the playoffs. If you get Ryan Jensen back, James, I think a lot of things change for this offense. You know what I mean? So the opportunity is there. Just get through this game. Gut it out however you need to. Whoever's on the field, gut out this win. Get this division title. Rest everybody next week. And get ready for the wild card round. Bring back Big Red. You know what? Maybe you got to gut out the wild card round. Bring it back in the divisional round. You know what I mean? I don't know. But that mojo, this is a must win for the Bucs. You can't have Bruce Arians go in the ring of honor. You can't have Ryan Jensen turn to practice and lay a an neck. You, you just can't do it.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and for those of you in the area... Uh, of Tampa St. Pete that have 10 Tampa Bay I will be on there Sunday morning on the blitz talking about Ryan Jensen so check out my thoughts on that over there but you're 100% right this is this is a situation now where Ryan Jensen has returned to practice that gives the team a little bit of a boost then they see their Super Bowl winning head coach you know get the ceremony at halftime get his name you know, forever enshrined inside of Raymond James Stadium, that's going to be another shot in the arm, another boost for this team. They're, they're going to be fighting hard. They know everything that's on the line. They have additional motivation. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Bruce Arians boost is very real. But let's talk about some things that we are a little bit concerned about. And you and Julian talked about it a lot on the crossover Thursday episode. I'm concerned about the run defense. I talked about it in my game no. preview for BucksNation.com. The Panthers are averaging 131 rushing yards per game, and the Bucks are allowing 120.3 rush yards per game. And in this first meeting, the Panthers ran for 173 yards, almost 6.5 yards per carry. Now, granted, 60 of those 173 came on one play by Deontay Foreman. But you take a look back, Vita Vea, you know, game time decision, you know, Antoine Winfield Jr., Mike Edwards, both guys that can come up and crash the box and and help on the run defense. Levante and Devin can't do it all by themselves. Akeem Hicks can't do it all by himself. No Carl Nassib, or at least probably not. So there's another guy who is really good at getting off the edge and slowing down the run help, you know, waiting for reinforcements to come in and try to shut down this run game. This Bucks rush defense has been at its best when Vita Vea and Akeem Hicks are on the field at the same time. When one of the two is missing, it's not pretty. The Panthers are going to want to control the game, control the tempo, control the clock, and they're going to do that by leaning on their biggest asset, which is the rushing attack. Yeah. The best way... To prevent the Buccaneers from exploiting a weak secondary without their number one corner. Don't let them get on the field. Control everything with the rushing game. And I I'm very concerned that with this banged up as this Bucks defense is, they're not going to be able to, you know, really shut that down.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's my biggest concern as well. And I think for everything you just said and every reason Julian laid out, it should be the biggest concern coming in this game. But I got to lay out a concern as well. So I'm going to lay out my own concern. My concern is the pass defense, which is a big old yikes because you're concerned about the run defense. I'm concerned about the pass defense, which means we're just concerned about defense. And, and, and look, it's, it's no shade on the, the pass defense or the secondary uh, specifically. It's, it's the injuries, man. I mean, they're, they're banged up, and banged up is the lightest way uh, I can possibly put it. These guys are hurt. These guys are, are, are muscling through some things that an, an average human being would probably not even wake up to go to work. Uh, to try and muscle their way through it and, and i i tip my cap to them you know what i mean i really do but i feel like this is a game and again and right now i'm kind of catastrophizing right i'm taking questionables and all this other stuff and kind of making it the worst case scenario but you know that's kind of what we brace for here right so hopefully they get a bunch of these guys on the field they can gut it through uh and they and they make they can make some plays um but you know but again the the, the they're just it's concerning and that's what those segments are all about is confidence and concern. So that's what I'm concerned about. Obviously, it's defense. You don't, you don't want to necessarily have to lean on this offense this year, but this team may have to lean on this offense this year. So, uh, you know, hopefully J.C. Horn just needs a little bit more time to recover from that wrist injury.
0: Yeah, I mean, all, all the Bucks have to do is, you know, they take the opening kickoff, first play, play action, 75-yard touchdown pass to Mike Evans, and we're off and rolling. That's, that's all we ask for.
1: 84-yard play action. I know that means a bad kick return, but you know what? I'll be all right with that.
0: No, just let it sail through the end zone. 75 yards. We're good to go. And it'd be even better if he's wide open again and just one hands it this time. Just
1: nah. No, no, you know what? No, no. I don't of need that. two hands. This is none mine. of that. None <laughs> of that. Just secure the ball. Don't even don't know. He tried don't.
0: to secure the ball and he bobbled it for 10 minutes. <laughs> just one-hand it and call it a day. All right. We will have our predictions coming up in just a moment, but. First, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football and college bowl season to basketball, World Cup. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts just like this one, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Wrapping things up here on a preview edition of the Locked on Bucks podcast. And it's time for predictions. We're going to drop our bold predictions. We're going to drop our score predictions in the chat. I want you guys to start dropping your bold predictions as well. We'll get to the scores in just a little bit. So bolds in the chat. Let's see what you guys got. I will kick things off. And this is what people in the chat want to hear me say. Mike Evans is 83 yards away from his ninth consecutive 1,000-yard season, extending his own NFL record because he is a Hall of Famer, whether Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints wants to admit it or not. Mm, And he is going to reach that 1,000-yard plateau before halftime. Dude is going to go off in the beginning of the game. It will be reminiscent of the Bengals game. It's going to be all Mike Early on, I know I talked that I was uh, talked about that I was confident in Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin's going to be the move-the-sticks guy. He's going to be the short yardage guy. He's going to be the guy extending drives. But early and often, it's going to be Mike Evans. Even if Tom Brady has to force-feed him, he is going to get that connection on track before they potentially reach the playoffs. And the best way to reach the playoffs is to beat the Panthers. And the best way to do that is to go up against a guy who has played 16 games against the Panthers and has 1,089 yards in his career against them feed the man get him a thousand win the game
1: let's go my bold prediction and this is uh certainly bold Tom Brady will not get sacked nor will he have any turnovers I think the, no sacks is probably the more
0: bold I don't know it 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 might be bolder to say no turnovers. I mean, he has been a turnover machine the last four games, it's and good. you know the Buccaneers since 2020 still lead the NFL with the most games not allowing a sack of their quarterback, and they lead it by a pretty wide margin.
1: Yeah, I was thinking Brian Burns, but yeah, no sacks, no turnovers <laughs> from Tom Brady. Let's see if uh, let's see if we can make some magic happen. You know, if both of our bold predictions come true,
0: then we're going to have a whole lot of fun on the uh, post-game live episode. Well, I will. You won't be here.
1: We are. I will be at FedEx.
0: You will be at FedEx. But let's take a look around the league with some lines. Thanks to our friends at BetOnline.net, who have more odds, props, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Last week... My son and I picked games because you were unavailable. I can't remember why, but I remember
1: Beckett. I was probably a FedEx. I don't know. Who knows?
0: <laughs> Beckett helped me with the Friday preview episode. So we both picked the Bengals to beat the Patriots. Uh, we got that right. Barely. Thank you, Ramondre Stevenson. We both picked the Browns to beat the Saints. We were wrong. Uh, I picked the Eagles to beat the Cowboys. Beckett took the Cowboys. I Gardner Minshew almost made me a genius. And then we both picked the Rams to beat the Broncos, and that was a resounding yup. So for this week, we're not picking NFL games. We are picking the college football playoff games, starting with the Fiesta Bowl, TCU at Michigan. Michigan are eight-point favorites. David, who do you have?
1: Um, There's a really cool... Member of the Washington Commanders PR staff. Uh, she's a TCU grad. So I'm going horn frogs. And that is my reasoning. Uh, horn frogs by nine.
0: There's a really cool guy who was a Michigan quarterback that is going to be playing How for the Buccaneers you. this weekend. And How that's why you. Michigan is going to win. Uh,
1: Don't you use I'll- Tom Brady against me?
0: I'll take Michigan by four.
1: I think it's going to be. covers.
0: Yeah, TCU covers. I think it's going to be a situation where TCU has to score a touchdown. They can't tie it or win it with a field goal, and time's going to run out on them. But let's talk about the Peach Bowl. The Ohio State Buckeyes taking on the Georgia Bulldogs. And David, I have a fun fact. I already
1: see your smirk. I don't. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, no. You're a a dog guy. I know that. Our our listeners know that. Do you know what the purpose of Bulldogs were when they were being bred? The reasoning for the smushed face, the underbite, all of that. Do you know what the purpose of Bulldogs was way back in the day? I do not. They were bred to fight bears. That is a real thing. So the underbite, the smushed face, so they could get a lock on the bear and still be able to
1: breathe. Wild. Well, Buckeyes are a poisonous nut or a delicious delicious chocolate peanut butter treat that Bulldogs would probably enjoy, actually. Uh, Bulldogs would probably enjoy eating Buckeyes, which is exactly what they're going to do on Saturday night. Georgia by, like, 15. I don't even know. Like, how is Georgia favored by less than Michigan? I mean, like – that's obviously a dig at TCU, but I, I, I yeah, uh, first of all, it's Georgia. Second of all, it's Georgia. Third of all, it's the peach bowl. There is no way the number one team in the country being the Georgia bulldogs loses the peach bowl. And David Sachs says you are thinking pit bulls, not uh bulldogs. I don't think we had time to Google research that. So I'm just going to go with David because uh, that's a better name. What's up Adam out of England.
0: I will also take the Georgia bulldogs. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly confident in in my assessment here. Yeah, unfortunately, we'll we'll, we'll have to discuss afterwards, David and David. Um, so yeah, I will take Georgia minus the points as well. It's going to be a really fun game for me to watch. David, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are four point favorites at home against the Carolina Panthers. For those that did not listen to the crossover Thursday episode they should go back and do that but what Absolutely. was your score prediction on that one uh
1: at the time the Buccaneers were three-point favorites I'm gonna let the Panthers have the 21 points that they put up on the Bucks last time but I'm also going to give the Buccaneers the three points that they had last time and they're gonna put up 21 on top of that 24-21 Tampa Bay which actually means now they don't cover because now they're favored by four but yesterday they would have covered so for the record
0: well the Buccaneers. well they would have have, have
1: pushed they wouldn't have covered they would have pushed
0: the buccaneers have not covered in it's either eight of their last nine or nine of their last 10 i can't remember now also it's a lot of their last lot um nine consecutive games for the buccaneers to hit the under the over under on this one is 40 and a half i have them hitting the over on this one but i do not have them covering the spread I'm with all those people at the beginning of the of the podcast in the chat that had the confidence level of 7 um even with the banged up secondary even with Vita Vea in question even even with it all when a team's backed up against the wall there's no quarterback in the NFL that I trust more than Tom Brady to figure out a way to get it done somehow some way he'll get it done the bucks are going to win this one 23 to 21 listen so,
1: if the Bucks are trailing at halftime, I expect Bruce Arians and his ring of honor speech to make adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> Just right in the middle of the speech. Just in the middle of the speech. Listen, guys, listen, this is what you're going to do. Byron. Stop with, I, I'm not even going to go there Just... real quick, real quick, Bruce. Let's, let's do a prop bet.
0: Everybody in the chat, you can, you can uh, play along. Bruce Arians ring of honor speech mm-hmm. over under. Two and a half F bombs.
1: <laughs> I think he'll go under. He he knows the moment. Like he, All right. he's the prefer- he'll over
0: under better. one and a half. I'll even drop I think it's black. one.
1: I think it's one. So I think under. it's one. I think at the yeah, I think at the most you get one.
0: All right. I'll take the over. I think it's two.
1: Is it, so here's my question. Red hat, black hat, white hat. Black hat. Black hat, red sports coat. Ooh, look at you getting all fans. Well, don't they give him a coat anyway? Black well, hat yeah. is what they're going with. I'm going red. Jacket. I'm going red hat. The jacket they
0: give him is indeed red, but I actually, you're saying
1: he'll be wearing a red coat already.
0: Yes, that's okay. that's kind of how I envision that.
1: I'm going with red cap.
0: All right, fair enough. With that, we are Compelling going to get out of here. here on
1: lockdown, bucks. This is what you come for, <laughs> and also the block eye. L- listen, James, you need to tell. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. You, need to, you need to tell everybody the story behind the block eye behind you because it's a great story. And all of our listeners should hear it.
0: <laughs> you're, you're legit going to try to make me cry on this podcast. I'm, right?
1: I'm really hoping you don't. But it, but it's a great story. And, and we have shared a lot of ourselves over the years. And our listeners, some of them have shared a lot of us. And we greatly appreciate them being a part or allowing us into their homes, cars, workspaces, wherever they're at. You know what I mean? So I want them to know. Uh, the meaning behind that block eye, And I'm recognizing that me saying all this is only going to contribute to you potentially crying, but it's worth it. It's important.
0: Uh, Yeah. And shout out David stacks in the chat. I didn't get rid of your picture. I just moved it. Uh, Unfortunately the glare from the light uh, bounced off the eye when I put it over there. Okay. So Christmas, my, my parents gave me this as, as a gift. And this was the letter that was presented to my grandfather when he became an i man at the university of Illinois and joined their track team. Uh, he had held the school record at Nebraska in the mile as a freshman transferred to Illinois, set the school record in the mile there as well. So when he, when he became an i man, this was the letter that he was given. He got another one when he graduated which was placed he get, he was given the choice to have it put on a letterman sweater or on a blanket so he chose the blanket my dad has that blanket framed in his basement and for christmas they presented me with the the first letter that he got and it was it was a really it's by far my most prized possession now i i opened the box and looked at it and just started crying looked at my dad he started crying uh, all of my children were very confused and they didn't understand what was happening or what this was or or the meaning behind it. So, yes, it it now has a very prominent place on my shoulder. You guys wonder why I'm an Illinois fan, why I give David and Evan so much grief for being Ohio State fans. This is why it's it's my granddad Wayne, uh Wayne Yarko. Um Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it was This is
1: why I don't mess with you about Illinois. Every once in a while I do, <laughs> but not really. Because it's it's more it's more important. So yeah, it's it it meant the world to me to to get
0: this, and and I'm very proud to to display it prominently over my shoulder uh, as we continue to do this show. And and uh, David, thank you for for giving me the floor to to tell that story. Yeah. Um, and when when the emotions kind of subsided, my dad just said, "Make sure you put it where Evan can see it." Uh, <laughs> Because of of the back and forth with the Ohio Mm -hmm. State stuff with Evan all the time. So, all right. Now, with that, I can't believe I managed to get through that uh, as as composed as I did. Uh, We are going to get out of here. Thank you again for making the Locked on Bucks podcast your first listen or view of the day. Of course, for your second listen, you can check out the biggest headlines in all sports with Locked on Sports Today. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I will be back for a live episode after the Buccaneers beat the Panthers on Sunday. And of course, you can check out everything that David is doing over at BucsGameday.com. Check out what I'm doing over at BucsNation.com. Follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucs, at J-R-C-O underscore Bucs, and at Two. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe and stay healthy. Fire the dance. Thank you so much for joining us right here.